0: Welcome to the Menopause Moguls Podcast, where you'll learn how to slay in menopause and in entrepreneurship at the same damn time. I'm your host, Dr. Joyelle, a board-certified OBGYN, gyn menopause mogul, and the startup business coach for Black perimenopausal and menopausal women. Are you a professional woman, 40 and over, who's afraid of how you'll look, feel, and even think when you approach menopause? Or you wanna take back control of your mind, body, and spirit during your menopausal transition? Are you 40 and over and want to build and launch your own business, doing something you absolutely love and create the life you want on your own terms? Are you 40 and over and want to reclaim your power, joy, and time during your menopausal transition and beyond so you can pursue your wildest dreams? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you are where you are supposed to be. This podcast will not only prepare you for what to expect during the menopausal transition, but equip you with simple strategies to launch a thriving business while managing menopausal symptoms with ease and in optimal health. Ladies, you will learn that menopause is not the end, but the beginning of your next level as you launch your own business, your own brand that dominates in your industry like a mogul. So let's get started so you can slay your day like a menopause mogul and build your legacy. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Menopause Moguls. How are y'all doing today? I was sitting here trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about because there's a lot of things that have been going on with me that, you know, I'll eventually share, but something that Came up was um, the the birthday of my book, the third birthday of my book, which I cannot believe. And any of you who don't know that I wrote a book, it's called "Loving Me, Myself, and Her Through Perimenopause and Beyond." And if you want a guide to kind of give you simple ways to manage the menopausal transition that is also encouraging and also just something to let you know that, you know, you are not alone and that you can actually thrive through this transition. You can get my book. <laughs> um, it is on my website, drjoyel.com And uh, you can get an autographed copy from there. It's also on Amazon. But I was reflecting back to when I almost didn't write this book. And as I was going through, just, you know, kind of going back, I was going through my journey of perimenopause, you know, going from a hot mess, barely surviving, you know, wife, kids, working full-time as a physician, just a hot mess. <laughs> um, with my symptoms and how I was feeling about myself. I didn't like myself. And honestly, I didn't love myself. But you know, but I I figured it out and I started to thrive through it. And I wanted to share what helped me with other women on a bigger scale, because of course, you know, seeing women in the office, I would share with them, but I wanted to share with women on a bigger scale, scale, especially black women. And first I decided to submit an article to essence, to the essence magazine. I'm going to write this article. And you know, see if they'll accept it and have some, you know, have an article written in the Essence magazine. So I I wrote it, you know, basically an article about menopause, perimenopause, um, and how it can affect Black women um, differently. So I mailed this letter off and waiting to hear back from Essence. So I'm like, you know, they said, like, you take a few weeks before you hear a response. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'll just wait. So I waited, you know, waited. And I don't know, there's like a few weeks that went by and this envelope came back (laughs) unopened. (laughs) Uh, It was the wrong address. I'm like, what? What do you mean the wrong address? So I went back to the website, for essence, to you know, submit the website that says you want to submit an article. So I'm like, it says, you know, send it to this person, this editor at this address. I looked at my envelope again. I wrote it correctly. And I was like searching the website, trying to find there's any other addresses that I can use to send it to. And I couldn't find anything. So I left this unopened envelope with the article that I wrote on my desk in my office at home. Just just left it there and just kind of went about my life <laughs> for a few weeks, I guess, because, you know, I left it there on my desk where I can see it. And the thought came to me and the thought was, maybe you should write a book. I was like, "Nah, <laughs> write a book. I'm gonna write a book." And then, as I was, you know, seeing patients in the office, and I was talking more and more and more more about perimenopause and menopause, because again, I wanted to share my journey with women. And you know, been in the office, you don't have a lot of time. No, I don't. I, I didn't have a lot of time to share what I really wanted to share um, with so many women because you know the you all know how we got like 15 minutes to see y'all in the in the office. But as I was sharing and you know explaining things and things like that, the the question of so which book, which uh what book can I get to kind of, you know, help me and um uh so I can read more about it. And that question kept kept coming up over and over and over again. And when I recommend things to patients, I, I usually was, would recommend things that I personally, personally liked, or things that I would highly recommend to my sisters or to my mom. And, you know, that's just how I was. And I remember thinking, like, I didn't have a favorite book to recommend about perimenopause and menopause. I didn't, like, I, didn't I didn't have a favorite. And then the thought came again, maybe you should write a book. And I'm like, uh, right? I don't, how am I going to write a book? I'm too busy. Like, I got three kids, I'm working full time, kids are getting into activities. How am I going to write a book? Like, I can't write a whole book. And then there was the, the, the self, the negative self-talk, the doubt, right? Like, is my book really necessary? Like a book that's written by me. There's so many other books out there about menopause. Would people read my book? Will people want my book? Nah, I'm not writing a book. It's too hard. <laughs> I don't have time. Nah, I'm not writing it. So I stopped thinking about it. Well, try to stop thinking about it because again, the question came up over and over again in the office about which book should I read? Which book should I read? And then I went to Michelle Obama's becoming, you know, the tour that she had with her book. And She started talking about how women need to have more conversations about so many things in our lives, like infertility, like miscarriage and menopause. And I was like, oh, she said menopause. (laughs) Michelle said she needs more resources. We need more resources about menopause. And I'm like, oh my gosh. She is so right. And I took this as a sign, like, go write this book. Just write it. Write the book. And I'm like, okay, God, <laughs> I'll write the book. Even though it's not going to be easy. Even though there are plenty of other books out there. But guess what? none of those books are written by me and many of those books were written by women who don't look like me and i also felt like someone you know being a black woman and just also talking to black women in the office they feel like you know black women go through this like we don't talk about it like what's you know what's the deal so also Felt like I needed to write it for, you know, for that reason too. And I also wanted women, you know, all women, to know that you can absolutely thrive through the Menopausal transition. So I wanted to share my perspective in regards to that. So I decided to take one hour every night. After, you know, coming home, making dinner, putting the kids to bed, I would come down to my office with the envelope, the unopened envelope with my essence article in it on my desk. And I would come down to the computer and write something for this book every night, one hour, still, you know still working full-time, doing all the things, but I decided that I needed to do that. And I wanted to self-publish, so I hired someone to help me with that part, because I was like, I had no idea what, (laughs) what to do in regards to that. So I think it probably took me about, I don't know, maybe five months, six months, to write it. And then going through, you know, the editors back and forth, back and forth. I launched Loving Me, Myself, and Her through Perimenopause and Beyond on April 12th, 2019. And I became a best-selling author. Like, OMG, I am an author now. And, and I forgot to say in the beginning, you know, my book, Loving Me, Myself and Her, if you haven't written it, the her part is actually referring to the vagina. <laughs> and, and I I said I said I say this in the book because the vagina is, you know, something that we really don't pay attention to her a lot until something's wrong with her. So I, you know, in the book, I wanted to dedicate, you know, time to talk about the vagina. Just because it's something that we often ignore. But since writing the book and becoming a bestselling author, the her became so much more. The her became... This woman who was now evolving into other things since writing my book. So speaking engagements came, guests on a local radio show. And it's funny, my kids, <laughs> I was, you know, I came home after doing the radio show. and The kids was like, oh, we heard you, mommy. And you say a vagina on the radio. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know we talk about you know the body parts in this house, you know, being having a mom with gy, you know, as a gyn, these kids around here they they know all the body parts, <laughs> so they were kind of tickled by you know hearing the word vagina on the radio. But yeah, since you know, and then you know, I got more comfortable just on social media, so so much more came out of writing. This book that I almost didn't write, right? Like I almost talked my, well, I did talk myself out of it multiple times, (laughs) multiple times. But I eventually answered, I had to answer that calling because I felt if I didn't, if I don't do this, how will I, how, how would I feel? And you know, and I didn't like that. Like, you know, and I felt like I just have to do it. I just have to try. So I did. And like I said, best selling author. So fast forward to deciding to start a business. Especially, you know, again, going through the menopausal transition and things still, you know, like I said, thriving through the transition, definitely, but there's still things that kind of, you know, come up in regards to how, how I was feeling as far as symptoms, you know, some symptoms may pop up here and there, but, you know, definitely not as consistent as it was or persistent as it was when I was feeling like a hot mess. Um, but starting a business, you know those thought processes came up again with you know it being too hard, I'm too busy, I know nothing about business, but when i if I build the business will will I get clients right like all those things the same as with the book, like all those things came up. but I had to decide I had to make a decision. will you be satisfied? If you didn't, will I be okay? Of course, I got you know. I'm in a thriving clinical practice. I love my patients. I am you know making a difference in my patients' lives. But would I be satisfied and happy if I didn't branch out and start? this business, now this business idea that has been placed inside of me, this calling that has been placed, will that be satisfied? Because, you know, I I can certainly say where I am and just, but I, staying there, you know, even though that the opportunity to you know educate women and and, and care, encourage them through this transition was certainly there, right? But I was you know losing my joy in doing it because of all the you know politics in regards to um, you know running a practice and all the things that we have to do, like all the outside of, you know outside of actually managing and taking care of patients, like all the other things that we have to do. It's, it was just. You know it was just getting really away from you know the the relationship that I wanted to really establish with my patients' it's, it it's just it was just different, and i I felt restricted and I just wanted again to um help women, especially black women, on a larger scale, so I was thinking about you know when we have these. When we have a calling, like it's certainly a calling, like it's not, everyone is not called to build a business. Everyone's not called to do it. And I totally get that. Totally get it. So don't think because you have this business idea, like, oh, everyone has this idea, you know, it's, everyone has it. And that, no, it's not true. <laughs> Some of us are called to do it. And when we think about it, it's like, oh, what if it doesn't work? What if something goes wrong? What if I can't do it? But I want you to think about, because that's how our brain, you know, that's what we do. What we, it always goes to, you know, the negative. That, I mean, that negative, you know, of, you know, if it doesn't work, what if I fail? Like all of that, it, go, it immediately goes to that. But I want you to think about, what if you don't do it? How would you feel? What would you miss? I can say you can miss the opportunity of getting to your next level. Because you have a next level, if you didn't know. (laughs) There is a next level. There is a better version of you on the other side of it. There's a better version of you. And uh, on the other side, the menopausal transition, and there's a better version of you in entrepreneurship. What if you miss that opportunity? The opportunity to use your gifts in your own way. The opportunity to use your gifts on your own terms. The opportunity to serve people the way you want to serve them. The opportunity to follow the path that God laid out for you. For you. We just got to walk down the path. We just have to take those steps. It doesn't have to be, be a huge leap. Small steps are fine. When I started my business, or well, started building my business, I took Twenty-five minutes a day, working on something for my business. Twenty-five minutes, y'all. Not two hours. Not and like I said, at the same time, I am working full time. I'm, you know, having you know, uh, the children, the the husband, like managing all that too. <laughs> and and also managing myself, like still trying to take care of myself as far as my self care, exercise eating right, just, you know, um, pouring into myself too. Like all of that, all of that didn't stop because all of that helped me through my menopausal transition. And I certainly couldn't stop that as I was, you know, building and then subsequently launching my business. All of that had to go together. So... Let's not talk ourselves out of our next level, ladies. We also have the love on ourselves through it all, right? And that really kind of comes down to changing the relationship that we have with ourselves as we are going through these transitions. You know, how we talk to ourselves. Because I was also thinking about, like, what do we tell our family members or our best friends or our children when they really want to do something or they really have this idea, but they're scared to do it. We tell them, go for it. You can do it. Right? Like you better, you better go ahead and do it, right? <laughs> like you don't, don't, you know, psych yourself out. you can totally do this. Why can't we do that for ourselves? Why can't we do it? why why can't we tell ourselves that? Because the relationship that we have with ourselves are different. And it's not as good as a relationship that we have with our loved ones, with the people that we love, especially during these midlife years. Come on, Let's be honest. We are sometimes, we are not kind to ourselves, ladies. Like, okay, let me, okay, I'm going to speak for myself. <laughs> maybe y'all can, maybe y'all can relate. Not kind to myself, not giving myself grace, talking—you know—negative self-talk, just talking myself out of my dreams. Like, nah, you don't—you don't need to do that. Like, you—you you can't do that. Talking myself out of my dreams because a lot of times I'll put the other—the dreams of other people in front of mine. That's what we do, y'all. Okay, I'm sorry. I was talking about me. That's what I was doing. <laughs> But I realized, like, I can't keep doing this. I deserve to follow my dream. I deserve it. And also deserve to love on myself through the process. Love on myself. And I want this for all of us. All of you, ladies. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but is it worth it? Absolutely. You are worth it. All right, (laughs) y'all. Happy birthday to loving me, myself, and her through perimenopause and beyond. I just wanted to share. Those birthday reflections. (laughs) And again, if you don't have my book, get it. If you you definitely get it for, you know, all the women in your, in your life, go to my website, drjoyeal.com. Thank you all for listening. I want you all to have an amazing rest of your day. Please share this episode, like write a five-star five-star rating and write a review. I absolutely love your, um, thoughts on what I had to say today. Um, I appreciate y'all as always for listening, sending you, um, love and light as always. And I'll talk to y'all next time. All right, y'all take care. Thanks for listening. If you had any aha moments or learned something new, please let me know by leaving a review. And please share this episode and share this podcast with all the ladies that you know. Head on over to my website, drjoyo.com and subscribe to get my monthly newsletter and get all the tea on women's health news and business news. Also, join my private Facebook group, Menopause Moguls, so we can thrive in menopause and in business as we build our legacies together.